that is an excellent segue based upon uh, Roger Stone <laughs> to um, what has currently been going on in, uh, in, in good old US of A with the crazy election. What's going on, uh, Ricky? Beats the hell out of me. I have no idea. To be honest, it's like, I don't know. I mean, every every day, like there's more news and, and, you know, Trump's accusing Biden of fraud. And of course, there's fraud. There's always fraud. The only difference is what extent it is. I mean, there's a great documentary. People haven't seen it. It's called um, Hacking Democracy. It's actually another HBO movie. HBO does some good stuff, apparently, from time to time. Definitely. And hacking democracy, I mean, they show how easy it is to just rig these machines, you know, and I think before the election, like I'm not I mean, I don't care about voting anyways, because you're just picking the least of two evils. One thing I've said a lot of late is just the fact that I just want my life back. And I feel like if if people vote for Biden, we're closer to uh, to the tyranny that we're all afraid of. And if we vote for Trump, we might be a little further from that tyranny. Mm -hmm. We might still, you know, like Charlie Robinson said on, uh, I think the last union of wanted, and he actually said in in a, in a way that I was thinking, but didn't know how to verbalize it. You know, they're both going to take you into the the car, you know, into the fire, into, um, you know, whatever, world they want to create the only difference is like we feel like joe biden's going to get us there quicker and at least you know trump will 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 get there a little slower maybe give us a little bit more time to fight back and expose some some of the stuff that's going on so it just i don't know i mean there there there's ben swan has been doing reports on this uh, a bunch of other people in the alternative media community uh, have been doing reports on this. Without a doubt, there's a lot of lot of shisty things that have happened during this election, and a lot of weird things with the the machines that they used, um, and the connections to certain politicians and people um, in regards to that. And then also, uh, and and I'm sure the right also did some fuckery. They did something wrong too, and and did uh, some fraud or did some. Sh- play the, the game but unfortunately it's it's a dirty game so it's like you can't win unless you play the dirty game the way the other team is playing it and that's you know what's that saying if you're not trying to cheat you're not trying to win or something like that <laughs> something like that i've heard it yes <laughs> so i feel like that's you know they're probably both doing it i'm just curious if if the trump administration is right and this year was so much worse than other years. And the only reason I would kind of entertain that is one, Ben Swan has done some decent reporting on some of the really weird things that have been going on during uh, when they were counting the votes and whatnot. But two, also this COVID thing is the agenda is being just, I mean, it, it just, it's on nitrous and it's flying and they're pushing the agenda so quickly that I'm curious if they you know what extremes they would go if they would if they would go to these extremes to take away our civil liberties and and take away our rights and 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 put masks on little kids and and mandate vaccines on little kids and all this stuff it is just why wouldn't they rig election to some extent that's far beyond anything they've ever done before it's it's not out of the realm of possibility so i I think it's gotten to the point where there's so much back and forth where people have kind of just given up on on paying attention to it. At least a lot of people that I've talked to, they're just like, I think initially there was some hope. And I'm not saying I had hope, but I think a lot of people on the right had hope that maybe he's still going to find a way to pull it off. He's going to find a way to either, uh, you know, just prove that there's been enough fraud where you can't count these ballots or, or something has to be done, which I think it ends up getting to the point where like, 
I don't know, the courts get involved like they did with the Al Gore um, election, Al Gore Bush, Bush. election. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I, you know, so I'm, I'm super curious, you know, what's going to end up happening. But I, right now, a lot of people do have the feeling that like, hey, just accept the fact that Biden is uh, the winner, regardless if, um, you know, he wants to smell little kids and and, <laughs> and, and whatnot. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. I, it, the What's whole... that, Ricky? So, we, I mean, t- there's two main things with me, with sleepy Joe Biden, as he's been dubbed. One, as you've highlighted there, the um, the inappropriate touching of young children and in front of people on camera, which has been documented multiple times. And then the, the was it 94 crime bill that he did? Yeah, he was a part of the 94 crime bill, which ended up blocking up a lot of uh, a lot of, you know, just black minority people and which created what, like one parent households? Yes. The likelihood of one parent ho- household children to end up in prison are much higher. So it's like, you know, and then you look at his vice president here. <laughs> he, I mean. She notoriously ha- will put people in prison or keep people in prison who have been proven to be innocent because, you know, she wants to get that W. She wants to get that win. And she wants to make sure that, um, you know, it's about winning that game. You know, it's not about what's right or what's wrong. I mean, that's the thing about the courts. I mean, it's not about what's right or what's wrong. It's what you can prove and you can't prove. And somebody who who um, has a good lawyer could get out of stay out of prison and somebody who doesn't and can't afford a good lawyer goes to prison for this that exact same thing yes. so there's no you know people i mean some people i get it they they're they truly believe in the system i think like many systems if if they were does the way they were designed if that's the way it actually worked then maybe you could say hey you know the system if everything goes the way it's supposed to go and you just completely disregard that the fact that it's run by people and 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 that are corrupt and have other agendas, then maybe, yeah, maybe I, I get the idea of, of believing in the system. But I just think that you you can't you can't ignore all the statistics that prove that people, if you're a minority, you're much more likely to to you know do more time for the exact same thing as somebody else. Um, if you're also classism, you know, so if you're poor, you're much more likely because you can't uh, hire a lawyer, you know, expensive. Yes. I mean, I know people who have lost their license for long periods of time for a DUI and, um, you know, for the first DUI or whatnot. And then I know people who have multiple DUIs who still have their licenses. And and that's because they were willing to hire the best, you know, mm. attorney for, specific for those type of issues in Massachusetts. And you get a, a smack on the wrist. So it's just, so it's like, is it about, you know, is it about putting criminals in, in prison or is it about, can you afford to stay out of prison? It, it just, it, yeah, it, it's, it's wild. So he's not, he, and let's be honest, he's obviously on some type of drugs. The dude couldn't even finish the sentence. Mm. We we're talking about YouTube earlier. I mean, his YouTube commercial, like it sounded like, I mean, I'm not a great speaker, but if I had enough takes, I could sound great. And if I was, <laughs> if I was running for a president, I could definitely have a find at least one perfect take, put together one perfect take because I know that it's a big deal. This guy, I mean, if that was his best take, that's pretty bad, you know, and I, I, I'm waiting for someone to hack in and like find some of his crappy takes and just release them to see how many times he. <laughs> Let's do that again. Let's do that from the top. <laughs> him just throwing F-bombs because he's so frustrated. But I mean, without a doubt, they have him on Adderall or something. I mean, this dude, even the, the you ever think about like the debates, you're at a podium for like hours, like two hours, like mm-hmm. 
I'm a healthy person. I'm 35. But even in my 20s, if I was standing still for too long in one spot, my back's going to tighten up. Yeah. I'm going to be uncomfortable. I'm like, How the fuck do these old farts sit on, on stage with, with like for hours? Don't even move one bit. Uh, first of all, I don't, would they not get thirsty? These guys barely drink. And they're on stage, old guys, just no problem whatsoever. I'm like, there's no doubt they're on some shit. There's, I, I know a lot of old people. They can't stay on for long. These guys are like, I mean, are pensioners. Pretty, they're old age pensioners. Let's, just, let's be polite about it. They're elderly people. They, it's crazy. I mean, either they're freak of natures or, or they're without a doubt they're they're on some shit. And and you know, and of course, if you're if you're the president, you have the best doctors, and and I get all that, you know. But um, but to think that they're not on some other drugs for cognitive function and all, you know, those type of things and cognitive fatigue, yeah, I w- I wouldn't doubt it. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it one bit. So it's just what we see it might not even be who they really are if you sat them down and got them off all the all the drugs. I mean, they might be complete slow thinking idiots you know so it's um yeah it's we we and the other thing too it's like how how caught up we get in in the elections even though we know it's theater right i mean it's we know that when they do speeches that they have speech writers and they spend a lot of time figuring out how to say things different ways of saying things what words to use and not use to get us to think a certain way and feel a certain way. So we know it's all being manipulated, right? It, it doesn't matter who's saying it. Like if you like a speech or you or you get, I don't know, some type of specific emotion from a speech, like, oh, this guy's powerful or this guy's demanding or this guy is a, a, a presidential, that's all a illusion because it wasn't organic. It wasn't something that they came up with. It wasn't who they were as a person and they were just up there freestyling. It was, yes. it, it's, it's all... A and it shows how dumb people are that still they will get caught up and be like, oh, he's such a good speaker. Okay. <laughs> like he's a good actor. Like you hit the nail on the heads, Ronald Reagan. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. what what they've what the the powers that should definitely not be have done is they have created a morph a society where it's about feeling good. It's about looking good. Oh, I like the way, you know, Trump looks or, you know, he's a powerful man. I like the way he does his speeches. It's not about the content of the character. It's not about what they're actually going to do for the American public and the greater population, the global population. Like, what are we doing? Are we dropping bombs on loads of different countries? Are we you know, like, well, what are we actually doing? Are we building an infrastructure to to create um ease of tra- of, of transport? Are we lowering the, the class divide? Are we getting the homeless off the street? I mean, I'm constantly hearing podcasters in, in California rip the hell out of the, the, the you know, what, what's going on in, in LA with the, the, the homeless people, Skid Row and all that. Like, that is, like, America is, is, is promoted as, like, the superpower, you know, the, the, the streets are lined with gold and land of opportunity. Have you ever been in New York? Oh, yes, I certainly have. <laughs> it's a fucking dump. It's not. It's not. It's not lined. It's lined with trash. That's what it's lined with. I mean, I hate to say it, and I mean, I have family in Long Island and, and other parts of New York and whatnot. But uh, you know, New York City is one of the most disappointing. And, and don't get me wrong, I, I I've had tons of fun in New York City. When I'm not sober, 
and I'm walking around <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm, you know, I got a nice little buzz. I'm in a good mood. We're hopping bar to bar. Uh, so I can kind of, uh, disregard the homeless people yeah. place. But, um, if you go there sober, it, it's just, I mean, it, it, you know, okay. Maybe, maybe it's because of those expectations, right? We go there thinking like, this is supposed to be like the greatest city on earth. This mm-hmm. is supposed to be like, there's songs written about it. There's people who fall in love with it. Mm-hmm. There's all these things about it. And you get there and you're like, I'm kind of fucking disappointed. Like this is, you know, there's other cities I'd rather spend time in. Um, it's definitely not a clean city. I mean, there's something about the energy of the city that I guess people like, you know, the, I, I get it. You get that many people. It's a city that never sleeps. Now it's a city that never opens. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's just one of those things where it's just like, I, I get the, the energy, you know, I get the, the, Plus. like how it can be yeah the buzz it's contagious right because it's like it's like going to the gym right and uh you, you go to the gym and you might not be motivated but the second you see other people working hard and and doing you know sweating and getting their reps in and getting uh, a good workout in it motivates you like yeah stop being a lazy bastard yeah, come on, get your you know push yeah. yourself so I, I get that feeling in a city i like you know i like that aspect of it but i also think there's boy there's a lot you can get for the mental health being away from all that, you know, from just being near nature, having time to reflect, having time to be peaceful, having time to, to, to re-examine your life and your thoughts. And you don't get that in a city. I mean, when they talk about like a New York minute, you know, when they, they were and you know what that means, right? Like yeah. it's a new New York minute is, is the equivalent of like an hour for somebody else. You know, it just, and it's because it's always go, go, go. It's hustle and bustle. Yeah. That's great. But geez, you can make some bad decisions you know, when you're not thinking them out and you can also dehumanize other people because you're just worried about yourself. Like that causes some long-term issues, I think, the way you look at things. And so I think when you're young, it's, it's a, you know, I get it. I get the idea of being drawn to that, but I know people who live in the city and they pay a whole lot for um, a place right out of the city where, where they can, you know, have some property and have, uh, you know, a backyard. I mean, that's like unheard of in the I city know. having a backyard. You know, you live in apartments, you live in, you know, whatever. Lofts converted lofts worth yeah. 6.6 million pounds in a gentrified part of New York City or Harlem, um, which was formerly six years ago a damn crack den. Um, yeah. You know, you're not cooking your own food. It's, it's food on the go constantly. You're jumping into little subways. You're on top of each other. The, as you described, the energy of all of these thousands, millions of people all stacked upon each other, like little flipping, you know, little batteries. It's not the best in regards to condu- for conducive living, having access to green spaces, nature, your own private space. What, what's a, well, you, do you live near London or anywhere near a city? Well, we're, we're uh, Birmingham. So that's Birmingham's the second city, um, second, well, formally the second city um but we're like an hour and a half away from from london so going to london is exactly almost like a new york type scenario birmingham is busy but not as busy as um as london definitely not is is london pretty close to new york in regards to people and population and craziness and energy and that i would say so yeah they mirror up is it mirror images of each other i would say how, how are things been well i know brian rose was running for mayor did that i i actually lost track of that story because i've been so caught up with other stuff what happened with that did he have any success any it, luck no no Ooh. 
it, it from what I've from what I've seen, it, it, it there was some momentum, but I haven't to be fair, I haven't heard anything in the last week and a half to two weeks. Um, but there was a sort of, a lot of momentum, and then from what I've seen, it, it's kind of like died of a of a of a cold, should we say? Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I think we've had a lot of people with good intentions and goodwill, but what we need is people to not only talk about it, but to actually do it, to actually sign these things, to share the information, to actually to 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 walk and talk it rather than just literally talking and maybe saying, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. We need to have a really unified front to to enable that to really um, manifest. Well, the, the crazy thing is that it seems like from the outside looking in, like so in in America, the the blue states, so the the states that are mostly liberals and and Democrat mayors and and politicians have been without a doubt the worst. I live in a blue state in Massachusetts, but we have a Republican governor who really just turned. Democrat when this all happened like he just he's been really equally as bad as many of the blue states if not worse and you know mandating the flu vaccine for kids going back to school all these these ridiculous things and just a couple weeks ago mandating masks in public like how ridiculous is this that you're asking people like you can argue the science of masks I get it like you can truly say okay even though you're you're making a good argument I can understand I could even start to understand the idea that okay wearing something on your face even if it's not perfect could help a little bit i could i can understand the logic in in that type Mm -hmm. of thing i but when people hear the governor say you should wear a mask when you're by yourself yeah it doesn't matter if you're hiking it doesn't matter if you're you live in a fucking woods by yourself in a cabin like what like what are people thinking when they hear this like it's a perfect example that this isn't about safety. It's about compliance, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I've said this over and over again, and I'm sure you probably, you know, have heard it. And uh, I'm sorry if you have to hear me say it again, but <laughs> it's a perfect example of, you know, a perfect example of this all, uh, being about compliance is the fact that it doesn't matter what you wear in your face. It doesn't matter if you wear a a 95 mask, which supposedly is supposed to be better for, for the spread of it or stopping the spread of it, or you wear a, you know, a neck gaiter, or you wear a rag, or you wear a whatever, a bandana. It doesn't matter. As long as you're compliant with the rules, they're okay with it. Even though there's no science showing that a a bandana, or what I've been seeing, you know, I've seen uh, the last couple months too, is like these face shields, you know. Yes, that, the, the Perspex Cleary ones, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's so ridiculous. I wonder if you would put like rain decks on that or put wiper wipers or what bad idea. But uh, you know, it's it just it's so silly. And I'm like, how is that stopping the spread of anything? Like it just but it's about compliance. If I wore one of those things everywhere, I would look like an idiot, but everybody'd be okay with me going into their store and going. I mean, I went to the mall this weekend with um my family and my son was uh, you know, we're at like this little toy store and um and after you know he i always tell him like listen the rules are to wear on your face just put it under your chin and nobody's gonna say shit to you i'm like you're a little kid i don't say shit to my five-year-old but i say nobody's gonna say (laughs) but (laughs) you got my point yes (laughs) and and uh, and usually they don't i mean they don't ever say anything because who's gonna tell a five-year-old like hey put on your mask jerk you know it's um so I tell him like just wear it on your chin and nobody's gonna say anything. As it looks like you're making an effort, and hopefully nobody says anything. And for, like I said, for the most part, nobody does. 
we, we go to this toy store we're, we're checking out and this and the guy's like hey here's uh the stuff that smells really good put it on your hands and it's sanitizer and then he's like hey and, and push that mask up you know uh you, i don't want you to get sick right yeah you know like kind of like being friendly yeah. and about it and i'm like i'm like oh my god and i'm and it took me a second i'm like do i engage or do i leave because if i engage it yeah. might get I might get a little frustrated. I have my son here, and it's all. I'm like, you know what? It's easier just to be friendly. And yeah. then it's all like, you know, I'm like, you oh, know, thanks, thanks, you, bud. We walk you, out. You know what, Ricky? At least he 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 employed the nice approach, rather than I've seen videos, and I'm pretty sure you've seen these videos of people, you know, literally being like um, Gestapo. What are you doing without a mask on? You need to wear a mask. You're in. You're putting my life at danger. This and that, and then potentially this turning into something physical. So at least this gentleman <laughs> had the, you know, the 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 common. Oh no, let's rephrase that. Had the sense to, you know, try a different route. Absolutely. I mean, I I I will take that in consideration that they were friendly about it because I've gotten in heat a few more heated arguments because people will be. I mean, they're just so sure of where they stand. And, you know, I had somebody right before the election because right before the election, people were getting really tense and people were getting real patriotic about where they stood. And I usually when I go to the gym, the second I walk in, because it's required to wear one when you walk in, I take off my, my mask. And then I do this, like, I, I feel like a kid in high school getting in trouble again. But what I do is like when I'm at the gym, every time an employee walk, my, my buddy's actually the manager. So I know I'm not going to get kicked out of the gym, but I'm just... um tired of of uh of people coming up to me and being like hey can you put on the gym i mean can you put on the, the mask while you're at the gym so what i'll do is like every time they come by i'll pretend i'm uh, i do i take a sip i like reserve all my drinking water for when <laughs> and then i'm like hey i'm not gonna harass that dude that he's drinking you know you can't wear a mask while you're drinking you know so uh so i would do that all the time and then one so i would never wear it you know because anytime an employee came around i would just drink and and whatnot so then this guy, right before the day i think it was a day before the election somebody's like how come you never wear your mask just came up right next to me and he's like i'm just curious why how come you never wear your mask and i'm like this uh, I, I could already tell i'm like first of all if you're really concerned about my mask why are you so damn close to me but yeah. you know do, do, we start talking and I was telling him, I'm like, you know, I'm like, this is kind of ridiculous, right? Like, do we, can we agree? It doesn't really do anything. If you're really that concerned about it, you shouldn't be at the gym because me and you are touching the same spray nozzle, even though we're wiping things, we're touching the same uh, paper towels. We're touching all the same shit. You can't stop the spread of the germs while we're in, in this facility. So little by little, you know, as I chipped away and I saw his face, like what you talked about the PCR tests about uh, which, I just shared a, a video recently with uh, my boy uh, Josh from uh, World Alternative Media and uh, the, what happened in Portugal and, and that they've kind of come to terms that like the PCR test is not a test, it's a method. Mm -hmm. And you basically, it's it's not it's, it's not a, 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 a good way of testing somebody for the virus. So, uh, but I'm talk, talking to him about the PCR test and talking to him about like all the false uh, positives and how the numbers have been wrong and just giving him all this information. Of course, his face just goes blank and he's like, well, I just feel like people are flaunting not wearing um, a mask, you know, like Trump supporters. I'm like, oh, this is that's about what it's about. Yeah. And it's and literally that's what all it's become. It's become a political thing. Like nobody is arguing if it makes a difference or not. Nobody's arguing if, um, you know, any any of these things. It just they're, they're, it just it's a political thing. Like people are using the mask as the as their 
Trump flag or Biden flag, and it's their way of, of protesting uh, the other side. And you either wearing one, you know, it's like, you know, I heard Joe Rogan say this on his uh, recent podcast, and it's so true. Like people who who put their profile picture on social media with a mask on or do podcasts with a mask on or take selfies with a mask on, like what is wrong? Like you're literally just saying, hey, look at me, I'm a good person. And I want everybody to acknowledge that I'm a good person and see I'm a good person. It's like, this is ridiculous. Like you don't... It, it's it is it's frustrating and it, it has become a political tool or a political protest and um but you know what fuck it because if uh, me we're not wearing a mask or my kids not wearing a mask is a protest and people have a problem with that then i'd love to sit them down and be like hey do you have a problem with when people are protesting other things like the black lives matter movement or the lockdowns or uh, because i'm pro protests in all aspects yes. i mean I'm for Black Lives Matter uh, protests as long as they're protests, because just like we talked about with the crime bill, we know for a fact there has been some inherent racism in the system and an inherent classism. I mean, this is another thing is like minorities are more, you know, the percentage of them that are in the lower middle class or, or you know, or poor in poverty are much higher. So if there's classism, yeah, they're going to be affected the most. So I agree with all that stuff. And um, but we have to be right down the middle where it's exactly. like if i'm for, for protests i'm for protests i think protests are necessary yeah. i think yeah. they're they're important i think you know things like occupy wall street and all these other things you know and of course they end up putting bringing in like agent and fair and then yes you say yes most definitely yeah you know and so i think that we have to be consistent with our views. Like if you're for protest, then you're for protest. Then, then we should be able to protest everything. And so if I want to protest by not wearing a fucking mask, then that's my way of protesting. And at least I'm not burning down a business or, or harming anybody. It's my peaceful protest. And if you're so afraid of me not wearing a mask while you're in the gym, then you know what? Maybe you should be working on it at home. Because the truth is, if there was some way of uh, putting on a black light and turning off all the lights and seeing all the germs all over the place, there'd be fucking germs everywhere because people are putting down their masks all day at the gym because they're breathing heavy because they're sick of wearing it and all, all this stuff. And, and now that election's over, you're seeing more and more liberals at my gym that are just completely taking off their masks because they're, you know, it's, they're sweaty and then putting it back on before it's like, they wouldn't even put it down just a bit. And now they're more comfortable with doing it because they, they don't feel like the other side's going to judge them on it. <laughs> just like it's a, uh, the whole thing is just frustrating. Cause I'm, I'm for people, man. I'm not for the left or the right bullshit. I'm for people. I want to, I'm, I'm fighting the things that I'm fighting for. Well, it, it are things that we all will enjoy mm -hmm. freedom. Yes. We all enjoy freedom. We all should have the fucking right to go live our lives. I mean, we don't know how long we're going to live, but the life expectancy, whatever it is, you know, 70 something or, or whatever, which is actually less than the medium age of people dying of the coronavirus. You can look mm -hmm. that up. It's true. It's um, so the life expectancy like you don't so we know that we're not gonna live forever our life expectancy pretend it's 75 or whatever it may be we don't get that time back so all these things of like we'll just wait we'll just lock down a little longer we'll just wear masks a little longer you don't get that fucking time back and we're also taking you have to also take in consideration that tomorrow's not promised we all say that shit but what happened during this lockdown is that all of a sudden everybody believed that tomorrow's always promised and we we have plenty of years ahead of us to enjoy so just sacrifice these days or these months or this year it's like it's such a silly thing there's people i know i personally i know people who didn't get to see the end of 2020 you know so 
to, to me, like this idea of taking every day for granted is fucking ridiculous. And people need to be upset and people need to get worked up because it's not, I mean, this DC, have you heard about this DC law? Actually, New World uh, next week with uh, James Corbett and James Evan Pilato uh, did a little report on it. And I've been talking about it on my podcast. And and, and I, I just saw recently that I it was just passed that, uh, or at least it's like right there to get passed uh in in regards to this bill where you're giving in dc you're giving 11 year olds consent they they have the ability to to, to consent to a vaccine in school what and, yeah and you don't have to tell their parents parents you don't have to tell their parents they can consent to it and all you have to do i believe is just uh forward that information to the pediatrician so if that kid it gets some type of allergic reaction or some type of negative reaction gets sick from it if that kid forgets that it could have been from the vaccine which he could have easily forget about because of the fact that chances are nobody's going to tell that kid that hey vaccines can cause injury uh-huh. before they stab him with one so that kid might not bring it up and and he could have a harmful effect from the vaccine, and that parent might never know that it's from that vaccine. Like this is fucking insanity. I mean, this idea that like going to a concert, flying on a plane, will all need a negative test, okay, yeah. or a vaccine. Like this is crazy. Are they talking about house passports over in America as well? Yeah, yes. Yeah. All that <sighs> stuff. I mean, it's 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 nonsense. I mean, it's it, they're just fast forwarding to the end game, which is tracking all yeah. of us the time everywhere and this is makes it easier i mean the contact tracing apps that are on our phones that we didn't download or give consent to download i mean all this stuff is just there you know it's just gonna when is it gonna stop like people keep thinking like it's protecting you from what we're supposed to flatten the curve of deaths now we're talking about flatten the curve of fucking cases look at all these football players you know in in europe you know that that um that got it yeah. None of them are fucking dead. Of None of them. Of course not. Because yeah. they're fit and healthy and also they're, they're, they're backed by multi-million dollar football clubs who can say, you know what, what do we need to do to ensure this person's immune system is good enough so he can survive this 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 um, zombie thing? I never mentioned the name. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That may be, I don't want to get kicked off YouTube. <laughs> no, nah, nah, all good. All good, Ricky. All good. All good. Um, I think you've highlighted some excellent things there um ugh, let me work back in reverse i'm not too sure if you've seen the video i've recently posted but um i'm not too sure what part of england it is i'm i'm waiting for the actual full data to come back but a mother uh, a child came home uh, i think she was 12 and explained to her mother she just obviously come home and at school and the NHS, the National Health Service, were there, and they injected all of the children with with um, with, uh, uh, with some kind of vaccination. I'm pretty sure it's to do with what we're talking about, and um, without parental consent, there was no warning. This was done straight in school. Um, so the the mothers obviously livid. She's totally upset. She didn't provide any authorization. She's not, you know, interested in vaccinations, etc. And this is what they, this is the plan. So, and, and this isn't like, there hasn't been any laws that have been put into place for this. We've got the Public Health Act of 1974. We've got the new Corona um, Act, which has been sort of passed through hella quickly, you know, at the start of the year. But there's nothing in there to state that they can come into schools and do that. But then rewinding two weeks prior, there was a big thing to say in Liverpool, yeah, Liverpool, because that's a, like on one of the highest tiers of lockdown. 
they are actually sending in a letter was sent to all the parents to say we're sending in the army to the schools to vaccinate every no no not to vaccinate sorry to test all of the children to um track them and to separate positive to negative like what are we that, doing here that's crazy i mean it, it, it's crazy because when you look at everything the conspiracy theories and I'm, I'm using that term because that's what we're called in many cases all everything we've been saying has been correct the fact that the numbers have been inflated the fact that tests can't be trusted the fact that there's all these other agendas and all these other reasons to push uh fear and these huge numbers and they're not reporting on any positive information at all. how about the news tells us how many people are getting it and surviving like what percentage of people are testing positive who are surviving? Like it's probably a ridiculous amount of uh, people. And that number has increased very much because of the fact that now they're making everybody get tested. If you test positive and you're around anybody, you, everybody that you're around also has to get tested. Then everybody else also has to get tested. Everybody else. Has, and, you know, I, I have so many friends that have gotten it. And I'm just like most of them, if not all of them, have had mild to no symptoms. So I'm like, what What are we doing here? We're changing the the structure of our world, the structure of our society. We're changing everything for a virus that does nothing to the majority of people. And, you know, I, there, there's and there's so many stories. I'm telling you, if you talk to people, there's so many stories of people who lost loved ones in 2020 and they'll, they'll have covid-19 as a yeah. you know, the cause of death and, and they'll already be old. I, I just um listening to uh Del Bigtree's High Wire which was uh I think it was last week's episode where he was talking about the the percentage of people who who died of COVID-19 this year who were going to die this year anyways like people who were already at the end of their line because they're really sick or they you know have been hospitalized or um they're already close to like the average eight life expectancy anyways so how you know that's something we're not even taking into consideration how many of these people were gonna already die anyways i hate to say it but a large portion mm -hmm. 80 plus percent i would say and yeah. then and then again look into it i mean for the last nine plus months there's been no other records of of homicides diabetes cancer deaths um uh, alcohol cirrhosis of the liver uh you know anything it's all been this zombie apocalypse um, thing that's going on. No, no there's just you know, shark attacks. Has anyone been? <laughs> um, no problem at all. Um, there's been no shark attacks. There's been nothing um, to round this off, Senor. Um, what should we put forth as a solution? What can we do as le people to um, to make some kind of change? Honestly, I think what we're doing is is a start. I think people need to talk about it. I think people need to let. So you can find me at the rippleflexpodcast.com. That will have links to my Patreon page, my my merch store, my YouTube channel, or you can search Ripple Effect Podcast on YouTube. You'll find my YouTube channel, which is RV Theory 6. My Twitter handle is RV Theory 6. My parlor handle, I believe, is RV Theory 6. My Instagram handle is RV Theory 6. <laughs> Obviously, you guys are catching on to the theme. And then also, um, yeah, it's on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere you can get podcasts. Just search for Ripple Effect Podcast. You'll find it. 
and uh yeah and i'm pretty easy to get in hold of get a hold of if you're if you're on instagram facebook uh facebook page uh it's also the ripple effect podcast or you can hit me up on my personal page i'm, I'm cool with connecting with listeners too just let me know you're not a bot so send me a message and uh we can connect and and uh and i've been able to meet a lot of really cool people being on all these platforms including yourself so it's a uh, you know I'm, I'm definitely not shy from connecting with people so hit me up and subscribe review all that stuff my show and the CFR Network show. Uh, so you, CFR, that's actually, is this show called the CFR News or Network? or it's, what, what Well, okay, it's it's a combination of all three, as you can see. It's the CFR Network, which under that umbrella is the CFR News channel and then the CFR Sports. If you ever do a, a show on, on soccer or sport or MMA, let's, uh, let's get together and do a show on that. Oh, well, that's what I put all on to. Um, we'll talk offline about that, sir. Most definitely. As Ricky's done, he's given all of the um, contact information. I'll put all links below. Make sure you go over, show the love, uh, like, comment, subscribe, and share. Yeah. One time for your mind. Love. The first thing I have to say is, why do we exist? Is it God or is it to be God's or is it to be rich? Are you sure? Is it to be poor? Is it to be wealthy? To be pure is something to endure? Or do you live to be deadly? Or do you have the conscience to see through all of the nonsense? And when they ask how you feel, it's hard not to be honest. Or do you live to conquer? Kill any imposter who tries to stop what you're plotting, no matter what you were prosper. Or do you think you're ever sent? Well, please show me the evidence of this claim that you represent. Do you suffer from selfishness? Do you know what direction you're going? Are you a perfectionist? Are you you here to play ball cause you make it look so effortless Are you the next president? Are you here to destroy? Are you here to create? Are you here to avoid? Are you here to relate? Are you here to be the voice of the people to teach and show them that they have a choice? Or are you just a demon here to deceive the people? Evil is what you feed them as long as you continue breathing Are you here to spread this Jesus? Cause you had one all your life And you feel that the life that you live is out of spite Are you here to do what's right? Do you question what's right and wrong? I question it all people until the questions are gone With that said when I'm Dead out dour questions are answered Like is there a cure for AIDS or is there a cure for cancer You believe in the Lord but the Lord God damned you Cause it brought you in a world that doesn't understand you They commend you